0: everyone and welcome to Sugar Daddies, a podcast where two grown men rate and review seasonally available mass-produced foodstuffs. As always, I am joined to my left by Alex. And as always, I am joined to my right by Chris. Hello, Alex. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Good. I have a question for you, Alex. Yes, sir, Chris. What is in front of me right now? I don't understand what, what this is. What is in front of you right now is very exciting. It's the same thing that's in front of me. And it's a microphone. We got some new equipment, and we all have our own individual mics. We got a third mic for future guests. Uh, So we understand that this will sound different, but hopefully it will sound even better, and we'll have more fun doing it. Let's move on to what we've all come here for today, Thanksgiving. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If you're in the United States, if you're in Canada, happy Thanksgiving two weeks ago. So it's American Thanksgiving. That's right. And when we were talking about doing the show when we were still in pre-production a couple months ago we said for thanksgiving we have to do the jones soda thanksgiving drinks yeah that's right i was super excited about it i thought it's a little bit of a break from candy and cookies and stuff but you know there's plenty of sugar in sodas so yeah let's do it yeah we're we're called sugar daddies if it's got enough carbs in it we'll eat it So, yeah, Chris came up with this great idea. We do the Jones Soda Collection for Thanksgiving. One snag though. They stopped making them in 2007. Somehow we didn't notice. If you're unfamiliar with the Jones Soda Holiday Blends, it was a pack of four to five sodas that would be mashed potato flavored, turkey flavored, Pepto-Bismol flavor was always a standard one in there. That's disgusting. It's probably just like carbonated chalk. But anyway, I looked online you can get them for about fifty bucks, and they do not look like they've aged well. Oh, no. yeah, they're all super cloudy, and they've like long since expired. And soda in a glass bottle has a very long lifespan. How long do you know? Have you done the research on that? It's like five to seven years, I think. We're we're coming in on these things. The freshest one of these are close to a decade old. Who's spending fifty dollars on a nine-year-old soda? They're charging $50. I don't think anyone's actually paying $50 for them. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so we we couldn't find those. But Chris, you are a research master. You found an interesting alternative. Yeah, so I found something called Lester's Fixins. So they're a division of Rocket Fizz soda, which makes a bunch of novelty sodas. And they're sort of the predecessor to the gross sodas that Jones used to put out. Also, interesting side note, they stopped doing those sodas because they ran into terrible financial problems because apparently making gross sodas not a super good business plan Ah, i have no idea why that would be yeah you think it'd be sustainable but no anyway so even though they didn't have quite the same flavors that jones used to have right i was able to cobble together a pretty good thanksgiving dinner of sodas yeah what are our flavors our starter course is sweet corn hmm that sounds i don't have words for that yeah it does look like bottled pee quite frankly yeah that's actually pretty close to what it looks like yeah i didn't buy this one this was actually given to me by our friend chris coddling and i've had it for a while we're probably not going to get botulism from it okay odds are no but it is slightly lower than all the other sodas all right so there's been some evaporation It doesn't look cloudy or weird, but you'll be tasting this one first. Yeah, nothing's floating in it. And that's the best sign. For our main course soda, they didn't have turkey, but they had the next best thing. Bacon. Oh, bacon. Bacon soda. Every Thanksgiving meal needs some sort of dessert, Chris. Do we have a dessert? We do. We have pumpkin pie soda. Oh, that is perfect. That makes up for any lack of turkey we have. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm cautiously excited about drinking these things. I'm excited for two out of the three. I'm terrified of the sweet corn, mostly because it's like a year and a half old. Yeah, it's bottled, it's pasteurized, it's probably fine. All right. Worst case scenario, you get the squirts. That's just what I need. So generally we like to talk about what they look like and make fun of the calorie count and the packaging. This just has a picture of corn on it. There's really nothing to say about them. They all look about the color you would imagine. Bacon looks like the color of bacon grease. Pumpkin yeah. pie is. Actually it looks kinda of like orange soda. But like orange soda that maybe went bad. If you were to grind up the color of autumn leaves and make it into a soda, that's what no, that's a that's a terrible description. It sounds like there's just bits of leaves floating in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a very autumn orange. So, you know what? Not a whole lot to talk about in terms of what they are. Let's just taste them. Down the hatch. Let's dive in. I don't know why I'm surprised that the sweet corn soda tasted and smelled like sweet corn. I was equally surprised. Yeah, I open it and it genuinely smells like you just shucked some sweet corn. Maybe that. I was thinking more like you opened up a can of sweet corn. But either way, it was surprisingly not offensive. Agree to disagree. If you closed your eyes and you just smelled it, you'd be like, hmm, sweet corn. Assuming you like sweet corn. I don't know if you like sweet corn or not. I'm not a major fan of it, but it just smells... It's like the uncanny valley of scents. It smells close to it, but just slightly off. Uh, Maybe my nose is bad. I thought it was... It was like eerily on it, I would say maybe maybe there was a little uncanny valley there but I was scared to drink it because it didn't smell weird It didn't smell anything like soda and that was what really disturbed me What's really ironic about it is that it uses pure cane sugar oh and yeah instead of corn syrup Wow that is that is delicious irony right there If there was one place you could use corn syrup oh they really missed the boat on that one. They could have made this for a lot cheaper. So we talked about the smell, but what's important is how it tastes. It did taste like sweet corn. It did, which was maybe a little too sweet. Yeah, it, that's true. And the one that we had was a little flat. And I think just that's just because it's sort of old. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I agree with you. Yeah, it was, it was a little flat. It was a little bit like drinking syrup that tasted like corn. So corn syrup? I've never just had plain corn syrup. I have. It's just sugary. Okay, yeah. So now this just tasted like a corny flavored syrup, which I guess is what it is. I wonder how it would be if you just dropped a pat of butter in there. It probably delicious. You add butter to anything and it's delicious. That's true. There's very few situations that butter does not make better. Like let's say, hey, you're getting a divorce. You just go right ahead, eat a stick of butter. You put butter on that. Yeah, you put butter on those divorce papers. Put butter on my speeding tickets. I will say with how accurate they got the taste of sweet corn and how well they did the smell, I'm actually feeling a lot better about drinking bacon soda. Yeah, um, I'm actually kind of excited about it. I will say one thing. If this podcast has taught me anything, it's that we have never been disappointed when we're excited about something. Never. That excitement has never come back to bite us in the butt. Nope. All right. Well, let's drink bacon soda. Yeah. Bacon soda, here we come. Well, Chris, thanks for cursing that. Oh, man. Now, if you've been with us for a long time here, you have experienced us eating candy corn that tastes like candy corn. You've heard us eat chocolate covered pickles, which we thought was the lowest of the low. This is a new low. So, so much lower We'll put a picture of it up on Instagram and up on the website, but I did have an emotional breakdown while drinking this. Oh, I honestly questioned whether we should continue with this podcast or not. Yeah. You were so upset. You forgot to put your headphones on before we started recording again. I forgot really everything about my life. I was just focused on getting the taste out of my mouth. Oh, man. So, all right, well, let's review this turd. Uh... Yeah, so this one was definitely more fresh. It's the only it's the only good thing I could possibly say about this. It, and I, I feel like its freshness was much to the detriment of the product. First of all, when you're drinking a novelty soda, much like a wine, you take in the bouquet. This had the bouquet, we decided, of burnt hair and plastic? Yeah, that's about right. That's not hyperbole. Yeah. That is what it smelled like. The nose really hard to get through. But I thought, hey, maybe there's hope. Maybe when I get it on my tongue, somehow the combination of things will taste sort of bacony. Yeah, it didn't taste like bacon. It wasn't salty. It didn't even taste like bacon bits, that terrible fake bacon. Right. No, it didn't. It wasn't even close to bacon. Was... I don't I don't know how someone made this and was like, "Yeah, that's bacon." You know, we've had things that sort of were just gross the uh watermelon pop tarts when we heated them that was bad but like there was some disgusting remnant of watermelon at the end of that one yeah even the brunch candy corn that was that wasn't that was like good i would i would have like a fistful of those right now yeah i would gladly eat a fistful of candy corn to get this taste out of my mouth it is it is wretched beyond wretched this is pretty much irredeemable. Honestly, I kind of just want to move past it at this point. I'm not really looking forward to the pumpkin pie anymore, but I also want to just get past bacon soda. I'm not looking forward to life anymore. I can no longer feel joy after Lester's fixin's bacon soda. Put that on the bottle, you old fart. I don't think we can say that. I mean we can, but we shouldn't say that. Oh, oh my, no. No, Lester needs to know what he's done. <sighs> Yeah, so let's uh, let's take a moment to attempt to have some pumpkin pie soda and forget everything we've ever experienced with the bacon soda. I'm dumping that down the drain right now. Yeah, it's horrible. All right, this is a weird soda. It's not very pumpkin-y. Nope, no pumpkin flavor. It has the sort of spices that you would imagine, but you mostly get a big hit of cinnamon. It's basically a not very sweet cinnamon soda. There's definitely cinnamon is the strongest note, but it's clearly there's other stuff going on there. There is there is pumpkin spice happening in there. But let's let's just cut right to the chase, which is this was quite palatable. Yeah. Compared to the nightmare that was bacon soda. This was okay. This wasn't bad. I went back for seconds. Yeah, I I finished my whole pour. I would actually compare this to a mainstream soda. It was really pretty good. It's like if someone tried to make Dr. Pepper at home, but wasn't very good at it. You know, it's fine. It's not Dr. Pepper. Right. But it's fine. Right. Yeah. So I complete, complete 180. I don't know if I'd say 180, definitely over 90 degrees. I'd say like 120. Fair enough. So we've really hit the gamut. We've gone from the first flavor, I think the sweet corn was more or less what we expected out of this. Sort of a weird flavor, but nothing we would have on a regular basis. And then we went to carbonated garbage. So I would say if you want to have sort of a novelty thing, go for the corn, go for the pumpkin pie, absolutely avoid the bacon. Would you agree with that, Chris? I would just say keep walking on all of them. They're not worth it. So here's the real question that we can't answer at this point. Would you have felt different about the Jones? Because you're saying you would pass on these. I think they're great novelty sodas. You say pass. Alex, I'm calling into question the entire industry of novelty sodas. We can spend our efforts better making different novelty foods. Novelty ice cream bars. Novelty cookies. Novelty candy corn. Uh, no no oh maybe okay yeah i would even say if we just abandon research on novelty sodas and just focus on the novelty candy corn game at least there's some room for improvement there that's true i think we've hit the height oh god i taste the bacon again all right we gotta shut this down i have to go drive well chris we've had an episode about thanksgiving but we haven't done an actual thanks so i just want to take a moment here And I just want to say, uh, this sounds very corny and stereotypical, but I'm really thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my kids. I mean, they made me a dad so I can have this podcast. That is their role in life. And I'm thankful for getting to uh, work with you, Chris. This is always fun. And I'm thankful for the sweet release of death. (laughs) So I no longer have to taste Lester's Fixin's bacon soda. Your good friend, Chris. Well, while I'm waiting for the cold grasp of death, how can people get in contact with us? Well, if you'd like to check us out on Twitter, you can reach us at Sugar Daddy's Pod. On Instagram, you can see photos of me having an emotional breakdown while drinking soda. We are Sugar Daddy's Podcast. On Facebook, if you search for Sugar Daddy's Podcast, you can like our page and uh, we post all of our episodes on there. And you can always email us at comments at sugardaddiespodcast.com. Well, Alex, let me put away my Gilmore Girls dream board here and take out the board of sponsors who are dead to us. Big letters, Lester's Fixins.